It's Auto In with your hosts, Seth Kelly and Will Moulton, with special guest, Bon Crane. In this episode, what do all the buttons on the camera do? Is camera operating more of a methodical or creative job? And what's this about a new sports talk show? Without further ado, Auto In. Who's ready for some auto in? That's a real entrance right there. How you doing there, boys? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And the question, of course, that we all want to ask our guest today, Bon, how are you doing? I'm living the dream, boys. Oh, yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Seth Kelly. We also have... It's me, Mario. Sorry, no, it's Will Moulton. <laughs> and our special guest, Bon Crane, here with us today, who... Uh, have you see, so have you seen Community, the sitcom? I have not. I've heard great things about it though. Okay, so I think Will knows what I'm talking right. about. Uh, so I I would say you are the magnitude of DBU. The magnitude, magnitude of DBU. is a yeah. character on Community that has like this catchphrase okay. where he goes pop pop and everyone's like hey, hey. and then they all know his catchphrase uh, yeah. and everything. Hey, that seems pretty fitting. I mean, we got we got stickers. We have we have masks. So. Just repping the brand and, and the motto all day, every day. You think eventually you get like a cup coaster or something? Oh, something like that. Oh, that sounds. I would buy that. There we I'd go. I'd buy that for a dollar. Living, <laughs> living the cream at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that would now. That's there's a new business strategy. Just have a bunch of like puns, <laughs> a bunch puns, of puns. On living the dream. Yeah, we we know from you talking on calm. You you're the man. <laughs> Puns and switching up words all the time. The man uh, of puns. The man yeah. of puns and bad pickup lines. That was another <laughs> thing. Um, one yes. of the, the one that I think I left with before COVID was, hey girl, I was reading the book of Deuteronomy and I realized I didn't have yours. <laughs> uh, so biblical studies people will know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> another thing we're talking about and the main thing we're going to be talking about on this episode is camera operating yes everyone's Yay. favorite job because mm -hmm. it's the only job that new people run <laughs> yes this um, is... that being said that answers our first question are mm -hmm. volunteers and or student workers assigned to this job absolutely this is like the most common job that one person i think can do mm -hmm. or at least common for me i don't know about anybody else but for me i've run camera a lot and uh, that's something I think I know decently well, I think. I don't know about you, Vaughn, or you, Seth, but I've run camera a lot. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's one of the most common, but also it's probably one of the most demanding parts, jobs that we have. You're, assigned, you're still assigned to a lot of camera operating jobs because we still see you as a newbie on the team. And you have... <laughs> yeah, we are. Actually, now I think about it, we were the freshmen last year when it came to working mm. for the PBS. That's true. Yeah. Right? We were the only... Well, obviously, Austin and Gary got added in the spring, but we were the OG freshmen. Right. Yeah. So that's Slash well being a junior. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. But yeah, I think that um, talking about just how, you know, camera operating works, I think it is really just the general position because you know mm -hmm. as you boys can can remember we work a lot of different types of events and so not everything that we use for for like baseball is obviously the game or the event that we break everything out but mm -hmm. it's interesting because when it's when we're not doing baseball we don't need to use everything but camera is always there at every single event that we do regardless yeah. it's of it's the winter rehearsal in the chapel 
or you know a night or day baseball game and i think that's like it's it's a very straightforward job i think for very simple broadcasts that's true the the two things that you definitely need like the minimal setup Mm -hmm. would be a uh, camera and yeah. some kind of switching interface like yep. the TriCaster or Blackmagic ATEM or Ross Carbonite. Um, if you if you use the internal microphones on cameras, you still have a broadcast going. Mm-hmm. But if you take away the switcher, it's just a one camera setup. And if you take away the cameras, then it's absolutely no setup. It doesn't matter which outputs you um, mm. you switch to on the switcher. It's all going to be right. black. Yeah, right. It's a very important part of broadcast. But what tasks does the job involve? Well, I think the first task about any setting up of camera is the setup. So you got to put it up. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I think every incoming freshman learns how to do in their first year. I think how to set up a camera. I remember we would test with Chris a lot. about Selena. And Selena, yeah. Mm -hmm. Selena, you were the goat for that if you're listening. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. She taught me how to set up cameras. Yeah, Selena was the best. Y'all remember, like, right before COVID hit, we would do those training sessions in the baseball field. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Setting up the cameras yeah. and things like that. Like, just for training. Yeah, I remember um, having to set up cameras a whole lot of times because I just couldn't get it in my head mm-hmm. how to set up a camera. What's going to be weird, you know, next year, probably even this spring, we're going to be the ones teaching people that. Oh, yeah. Are we ready for that? I we're getting there. Think so, I think maybe. so. Everybody yeah. raise their hands, which no one will see on the podcast. Yeah. We, we got hands ready. raised everywhere. By so the time. We're wow, good. Seth, you seem to be very uh, <laughs> uh, not in it with it. Not ready for it. He raised his hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, raised, the... I only raised my Wait, hand right? limply because I'm skinny. Yeah. Uh, we figured. OK, so skinny squat. <laughs> yeah. I calculate. So me and my roommate calculated my BMI um, yesterday. Turns out that I am like just at the edge of a healthy weight. I'm just okay. barely underweight. Okay. That was me coming into college. Oh, okay. Yeah. How much do you weigh? Um, let's see, a hundred, like 22 pounds. Okay, you and me are about the same, so we're both just barely healthy weight. Oh, okay. Squad. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Okay, back to the, the, the camera. I think that like, the main thing, obviously, the camera does is that we're the eyes for the audience, mm. right? I think that's kind of the best way to describe it. But I think, like, as the operator, I think when you're, like, first going into broadcast, you think, oh, yeah, I just have to, like, track the ball, right? right. But it, <laughs> but it's not that. It's so much more. You're thinking constantly about lighting. Do I or do I need to not drop down the ND filter? Do I need to check the white balance, right? Do, or how much headroom? I mean... We all know, you know, oh, yeah. our lovely boss, Chris Moore, who we adore so much. Love you, Chris. <laughs> you know, obviously, he's a stickler for headroom, right? And, like, so <laughs> that, that's something that, like, we're always constantly on the watch for. Uh, but shout out to Chris. Honestly, he's such a great teacher, just mentor, you know, seeing how mm. far we've got now. And, and kudos to him for, you know, allowing us to do stuff like this. I mean, mm. yeah. it's incredible the fact that we get to gather and, and just talk about what we do. You know, it's it's yeah. a lot of fun. Mm. Absolutely. Will is getting PTSD, though. Over yeah, there I am. From... <laughs> uh, I remember the last, uh, I think, two two weeks ago, I was working camera one. And 
I think Chris could have sworn I had uh, some hand shaking. Like I couldn't keep my hands from stop oh. shaking. <laughs> headroom, Will, watch the headroom. <laughs> Lock it in, Will. Get it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I actually have a really funny camera operating story. Do we have a segment mm-hmm. where we tell funny camera operating stories? or Because or, I don't want to. I mean, yeah, this technically. Is a, but... This is a gem right here. Because I'll save it that if we have a special camera operating story segment. We technically do, but we also just kind of wing it. So if you want to tell it now, if you're feeling inspired, go ahead. No, I'll wait. I'll wait because this, oh, okay. this is gold. I hope I hope we'll remember it to bring is. it back up because okay. you're really hyping this up. Oh, I'm really I'm excited. The hype man. I'm the hype man for everything. <laughs> oh, he the, is. The catchphrase. Oh, yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, what technology specifically do we use in camera operating? Well, there's the main camera, right? There's the lens. There's also the... Uh, there's awesome, the eye. like brand and model and things like that. Right. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's black. Yeah. It's made up of There's SDI wires. cords. Uh, well, actually, that, that might be a good thing to go into. Like what yeah. cables go into the camera. Let's Ooh, first establish that is a, uh That's a gamble that. with me every single time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, what, Chris. <laughs> what cables are supposed to go into the camera? Well, obviously, you got the general SDI and XLRs, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that, those are the general, um, and then you got the power. Depending if you you are or aren't working on a battery, I mean those are kind of the three what I would deem essential cables. Yeah, XLR being for audio inputs and outputs. So microphones will often use XLR cables. Um, sometimes that we plug directly into the camera. Sometimes that um, we plug elsewhere to send. Um, through we send all of our audio through Dante, which is if it's a separate local network. Uh, like we we send all our video over the the general network that encompasses all DBU network uh, uh, also, operations. Also, side note: if to any broadcasting majors, get Dante certified. Like straight up, Chris said oh, that yeah. it will help you on your resume, and it totally did. I got an internship i think based solely on the fact that i was dante level one certified so go get your dante certification as quickly as possible it really helps we did it over the summer i believe and uh it's something you can put on your resume it's great for everybody who needs it that's my side note there you go seth keep going yeah it's really see that's really good because we use dante for a separate um for separate transmission of audio. We, we transmit our video and our audio separately, our audio through Dante, and that makes it so that there's no latency, meaning we don't like have a you know three-second delay between the video and the audio. It really helps the director. If it wasn't for us sending audio over Dante, um, up in the control room, you know, we the director might tell the camera operators, okay, pan left at this point, start a pan left, and then they'll just wait three seconds. And then there's the time that it takes them to respond, which is sometimes like two seconds. And so it takes about five seconds at least for them to go, oh, oh, I'm supposed to pan left and then pan left. Mm-hmm. And so there's a real problem with the broadcast. But the way that we do it here with Dante, it, it really allows us to get the optimum directing experience that we need in order to execute the broadcast the way we want it at the time that we want it to be executed. Um, 
So yes, that's really good. The brand that makes our cameras is JVC. We JVC. Use JVC cameras. Uh, well, we're not. Auto no, not Auto Win is not sponsored by JVC. But if you Please want to us. call us, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Anyways. Oh yeah, well that's a better arrangement than being sued. Yeah. <laughs> call we us. We'll see how it goes. Way. You know, it, uh, we love a sponsorship from a yeah. from a camera company. You're pretty legit. Yeah. yeah, especially one that is a three-letter acronym like the PBN. Right. None of that Sony, Canon, Nikon nonsense. Those all sound like. Hey, hey, know, hey, hey! Let's uh, let's cool it. Let's not trash any <laughs> camera brands here. Right. Well, hey, this kind of provocative language might get us a schol- uh, scholarship. I'm, scholarship. Sorry, sponsorship. Oh. Now, wouldn't that be great? Don't look if at we me, man. Don't look at me. <laughs> His mom is. Uh, Will's mom is is. Um, the wonderful Mrs. Leslie Moulton, who is Ooh, financial aid uh, person at DBU best. and is the reason I'm here, for one, the reason that a lot of people are she, here. She is also the reason that I am here in two <laughs> senses of the word. That's true. <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to so I wanted to save this story for when uh, there was a, a smooth transition. I don't know. Okay, if, is this is this um, the story segment? Is this where we're telling stories now? Oh, I was talking about a story of mine. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> we'll go back when you go. You you tell yours, and then I'll tell mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounds okay. good. Perfect. Th- this is this story. is an interpersonal story. Story time. <laughs> story it's time. Seth and Bond. <laughs> um. So, just because we were talking about earlier how we were kind of the OG trio of new people, um, in the you know last fall, mm-hmm. um. There was, oh, you know what? We may need to have a segment later of first impressions, but I'm just going to kick <laughs> it off like this. Maybe we'll get to that after the break. I do want to say uh, a story that I have about Will. Um, <laughs> when we were both being, you know, no, working worried. out, getting employed at the PBN, um, the first time I met Will, I was outside waiting for something to process or, or, you know, waiting for someone to bring me to the Berg or something. I was really new. I didn't know where anything was. So I was messing around on my phone. Will was getting paperwork done um, and looking through it. And that was the first time we ever met each other. And I was, you know, trying to, like, get good at um, being in conversation with people I didn't know. And so I was like, so you knew? And he was like, yeah. And I said, oh, okay, so are you a freshman then? And they said, no, I'm a junior. And I was like, uh, oh, oh, well, I guess we know the same amount of stuff here then, don't we? And then he just looked at me with like this blank look. And then I thought that was the stupidest thing. I literally tried to flex on him with DBU knowledge that I didn't have. And so I wished that I would never see you again. Oh, honestly, because I because I, it was just little did you know you really guys would be coworkers. Seth, you're doing a horrible job. <laughs> it was literally like I I didn't you know I, for your sake because right. I didn't and also for my sake because it was just so awkward that I thought it was unredeemable. There was no way that we would be able to. <laughs> to like, be honest, I probably wasn't thinking much of it because I have <laughs> well, really probably. bad. Uh, I'm not very good at with my face at expressing emotion. Right. (laughs) So uh, I might have just said, uh, I don't know if there was a look. I I honestly can't remember meeting you. I'm not very good. (laughs) I'm sorry. Most people can't. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just not. It's I just don't remember it. But 
Yeah, well, I you didn't have as vivid a memory like about that moment as I did because it was much more traumatizing for me, socially traumatizing than it was for you. <laughs> Sorry, I zoned out there for a second. Yeah, a hot minute. You do that often. Yeah, that's okay. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm switching up something on the outline here okay. because uh, we are going to take a break and then when we come back, Bon is going to kick us off with his amazing um super like hyped up camera operating story and then uh we'll get into some unspoken rules and stuff like that and give a difficulty rating to it so let's take a little break and then we'll get back to it i hope you liked the the break with the wonderful music by jesse liked who produced the transition music and also, I real—I don't know that I'm giving enough credit also right. to John Brazino. Oh, uh, John Brazino, man. Um, He's a lifesaver. He did our logo. And so uh, you'll hear them in the credits later. Um, but just wanted to give them a special shout out because they, they did a, a great job with all the stuff that we uh, uh, didn't do. Mm. <laughs> that they did. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, so Bon. T- oh, I'm sorry. What? I said nothing. No. That's right. Keep it's, going. Because it's story time. It's yeah. story time. Yeah. I'm, we, so it's time don't for be me late. to shut up and listen. So my funny <laughs> camera operating story actually happened on the last game I worked before COVID hit. Oh, okay. So I was working um, camera one for baseball. Okay, that's the, the one, one the... right behind home plate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Arkansas State was up, and we, we were winning, and, and we ended up winning the game. But I get bloody noses <gasps> really easily. Oh, no. And so I'm working camera one, which keep in mind is the one like is always live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> I, I'm like sitting there and then all of a sudden this guy from Arkansas State just hits like a home run. So I start tilting and like focusing the camera on the ball and then all of a sudden, I just feel someone running down my nose. Oh, no. And I, like, touch and look, and it's, like, blood. And it just starts dripping and, like, goes on my arm. Oh, my and goodness. And thankfully, Chris is right there. I'm like, Chris, Chris, take the camera. And I, like, let go. Thankfully, I guess there was a little bit of grip on it. So the angle, like, froze and stayed on where the ball landed. No way. But I was like, of course, I got to go. And, like, ran to the bathroom because I was, like, dripping blood. Oh, my goodness. It was so funny. Like, oh, I'll never forget that. And I got back, and I was just like, sorry about that, Chris. Like, that just happened. He's like, yeah, but next time, I don't care if you get butt on the camera. Just, just we can clean that up. <laughs> so next time, you know, just follow the ball. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I will, ne- I will never forget that. Wow. That was, I was wow. expecting a lot more of an anticlimactic story because I had 10 minutes of buildup. That's amazing, though. Yeah. So the uh, angle, like. The angle stayed. That's it amazing. It was a legitimate angle. So if we went back to watch the broadcast, there would yeah. be no indication that that would have happened. The one thing you could tell is when I didn't start following the batter once he rounded first. Like I uh, wasn't. But that's kind of negligible. Right. Okay. But other than that, I mean, it looked like a clean shot. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. I believe I remember that one. I was at uh, first base. There was one story that you told. So I'm going to be frank. This is take two of the um, podcast. Yes. Um, we and Will on take one told a story about how um, Rodrigo Reyes, our coworker, was directing and Will was on camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> OK, uh, so Rodrigo was on um, 
was directing. And if you know anything about where Rodrigo is, he's always on camera on one of them. And I remember I was like, oh, I can't mess this up. It's not it's uh, it's not good if I it's not going to be good if I mess this up. It's going to send a bad impression and everything. So I uh, I got on camera and Rodrigo uh, was uh, Rodrigo just laid into me because (laughs) I was uh, because he was always like, follow the follow the players. Don't follow the ball because I was going up into the air with with the camera. What sport was this? Soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, he said, follow the players. Don't follow the ball. So I was going, My what I was doing was like, I was going, when they kicked it up, I was going up into the air with the ball in an like, extreme zoom. Oh, nice. And, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Rodrigo was like, you're killing me, Will, or something in like that in Spanish or something. <laughs> of course. He yeah. In Spanish. To so, Eres, um, Kilo... Soy, <laughs> yo, no comprende, amigo. No comprende. Uh, this is this is me taking um, fourteen oh one. Oh, you're you're in the, Spanish. Like, Man, I am Spanish in Spanish. Fourteen oh one. I am very bad at learning foreign language. It's extremely hard. Um, I remember in Spanish, I um, I'm pretty sure that my teachers always gave me a grade out of pity more than, uh, <laughs> and like you're trying at least. That's just me. Uh, but hey, if you guys take Spanish, just be prepared. Also, Greek. My roommates are taking Greek. I've seen them. They're stressed out. They come in late at night, like sp- trying to figure out what the meaning of uh, croissant is in Greek. What? Yeah, they, I, one of my roommates. <laughs> what is all of Greek? <laughs> uh, my roommate Logan was trying to translate how to say croissant in. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, my other roommates pro- just went. Are you going to finish that croissant? Oh, yeah, the Carl Weezer uh, just kept uh, hounding him about it. It was fun, but he was so um, mad at us. Como se dice burrito in in Greek? Can you do that in a Carl Weezer (laughs) voice? Como se dice... I don't know how to do Carl Weezer. If you were able to roll your R in a high-pitched voice, I'd be really impressed. Burrito. That's awesome. There it is. Are you impressed? Yeah. That's that's my one goal in life, is to get Bond to be impressed with me. And I think I just I just reached it. Yeah, you did. Now I got to get a new goal in life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, well, right graduate. now, you graduate. That's a great goal. Yeah. Yeah. My other goal in life is to uh, form a really long sentence in uh, Bahasa Indonesia so that I can scare Will off whenever I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. well, you see my, I, you see my eyes over appel. here perk up when I hear yeah. <laughs> He started like looking oh, no, around all little, paranoid. Got a little, like... got a little skittish there. <laughs> <laughs> skittish. That sounds like the name of also a foreign language. Sure. I speak uh, skittish. I think you're thinking like, of <laughs> Yiddish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a that's an actual language. I think in the Netherlands is Yiddish? Yiddish with like a y. Oh, Yiddish. Yeah. In the Netherlands, Bon is like cringing. <laughs> <laughs> Yiddish, the official language of Holland. Oh, thanks, American education <laughs> yeah. system. Wow. Whatever we were saying earlier, some at some point earlier, was Ooh. actually a great segue into our next part of this 
kind of segment, which is unspoken or given rules about camera operating. One, you know, it's it's a kind of rule that you know they teach you a set of rules during camera operating, but there are only, there are some rules that you can only learn from experience. One of them being, of course, don't in soccer follow the people yes follow the and people not the ball so follow like the direction that the ball's going but if you go up in the air when the ball is kicked up then it's going to disorient the audience and mm-hmm. they they're going to lose their perspective of where the the people are and it's it's gonna not be good yes right. also i learned from rodrigo that day that you have the power to make people uh vomit when you if you do that too if you do that too jarringly oh i thought you meant like if you direct people too harshly yeah, yeah. no no <laughs> so no no i didn't like do vomiting that vomiting in the bathroom at the end like oh maybe <laughs> you never know he just started like you never twitching. know i could have had those exxon mobile tacos right <laughs> you guys remember my 30 tacos for a dollar at exxon mobile what do you guys not remember this it's my favorite snack no we go to exxon mobile they're selling tacos really, really cheap. <laughs> Why would you ever trust gas station tacos? Because they're cheap. It's not because there's thirty of them. Yeah, 30, it's not. It's the same reason tacos. people buy Costco. <laughs> no one. That yeah. sounds like quality yeah. gourmet wow. food. Quality gourmet tacos from Exxon Mobil. Hmm. It has yeah. everything you need to survive. Yes. Meat, plastic, um, glass. Glass. Burnt edges. <laughs> Burnt edges. Iron. Which no. is the name of my new indie album. Uh, <laughs> yes, on stores today. Burnt edges. Right. ND because of the ND filter mm-hmm. on the camera, which is a great the segue surprise into flick. more. Yeah. The, the surprise switch on the camera is the ND filter, I believe, right? I just realized, you, have you noticed that all of my transitions are, which is a nice segue into? Yes, yeah. it is. A, <laughs> Without uh, fail. Yeah. <laughs> I need to learn to switch things up. Well, um, yeah. Unspoken rule. Uh, don't put the battery on before the fiber pack. Oh, That's yeah. one thing I learned. Another thing, I mean, I think it's like, it's pretty routine, but I think we forget it is like, you got to make sure to close the little camera lens when you finish using the camera. Oh, Yeah. A lot of the JVCs have a like built-in lens cap, which is uh, activated by like this switchy thing. Let's get into our favorite slash least favorite cameras to run. Well, first of all, let's get into like the different kinds of um, shots that we get with the different cameras, depending on the sport. Camera one tends to get the wider shots that have you know less motion, but they're they're wider. Like in volleyball, it takes up the whole. Um, or almost the whole court with yeah, just a little bit of motion. Mm-hmm. Same with basketball. Um, soccer and, and has soccer a little... too. I mean, soccer's you know the regular wide shot. Obviously, it doesn't right. cover the whole pitch. You still mm-hmm. got to rotate. And with camera, we'll have two. But then you got to remember too with basketball and volleyball, we have those wall cameras. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. True. The the marshals. Yeah, the marshals. They're lower quality, but they're attached to the wall. Uh, just in case we need, we often use those uh, angles during set breaks in volleyball. Um, but they're they're mm-hmm. actually very good for uh, you know all they need to do is be plugged in. There's not a lot of setup that comes with it. A uh, fun fact about them: I always thought they were GoPros until like the end of the season, and I was like, oh my gosh, those are Marshalls. And mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> can you turn on the Marshall cameras? Sure, these must be GoPros. Sure, yes, I look up. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, oh, I see a GoPro. And then you guys see uh, 
Total Recall, where it's like, oh, I'm a super spy. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, is well is the king, or I guess queen. Of, okay, that's um, <laughs> that's enough there. He's he's the king of um like coming up with like obscure movie references that nobody gets and he just like trails off he gets so excited and then trails off and then just goes never mind (laughs) right okay (laughs) well with that camera two tends to get the closer shots especially soccer um and volleyball they get the uh or sorry no no no, just soccer they get the the closer shots on the on the people that have the ball normally but camera two in basketball um tends to be down like on the field and um uh, it has the the camera on camera his or her two shoulder yeah um with a there, a like there's a guy um with the, all the tactical fiber yes that yeah the i was searching I for the name there uh the tactical fiber standing next to him and i can tell you from experience that is a lot if you are not organized that is a really hard job to have for anybody who needs it like Anybody who gets assigned to it, I had it once, and I'm pretty sure it is uh, one, probably the worst time I've had at a game trying to untangle 200 yards of fiber, oh, two, wow. of tactical fiber. I had to wind up a 500-foot yard of, t- of tactical fiber. Oh, and that, Do you remember that um, international... Um, right, the international conference. Yes, the international conference. I was there the last day, and there was 500 feet of tactical fiber, oh and I goodness. coiled it all up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got camera three for um, for baseball, which is the like Will's my, my cue card right now. Yeah, you missed uh, basketball. I need to get like a cue card here for the podcast. Like, that, okay, yeah. yeah, we have camera three for basketball, which, which is, is a either a locked off camera or another camera on the shoulder or, of someone normally a small. It's JVC. a it's one of the small JVCs. It's a um, it's a it's a baby camera connected but. by an SDI cable, which XLRs cables uh, send audio. Uh, rather like whether input or output and SDI cables transmit audio and video. Mm-hmm. And so uh, JVC, the small JVC is connected by an SDI cable there. Sure. Uh, we also have the Marshall cameras. And um, for baseball, we have camera three, which is up on a lift and in the back of the stadium, right in front of a beehive. So that's, oh, <laughs> that's yes, fun. the beehive um, story. But we'll, we'll save that for after break. Yeah, and then camera two and camera four are both on the sides uh, to capture the more close-up action. Camera three, by the way, battles camera one on like usage on the amount of like the the amount of the broadcast that it's used because camera three is the angle that we cut to whenever the pitcher pitches, and then whenever the hitter hits, um, the uh, camera one's always there to get the shot unless the camera operator gets a awful bloody nose. So that being said, let's just go around and try and as quickly as possible say our favorite camera to run, our least favorite camera to run, and a difficulty rating for camera operating on a scale of 1 to 10. I'm going to start by saying my favorite camera to run is perhaps camera uh, 4 for baseball. And my least favorite camera to run is camera 1 for basketball okay there we go i'll go next my favorite to run camera four for baseball is the one that's right by the db dugout correct mm-hmm. that's my favorite because i get to say hi to all my boys who are oh yeah who are there on the team um least favorite thankfully i haven't had to do it yet 
with the handheld cameras in basketball. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine having to do that. Thankfully, Rodrigo and Harrison have come in the clutch, but that's my least favorite. And on a scale of 1 to 10, on how hard it would probably be to run camera, I'd say 5, depending on which one. A good old 5. Okay. Nice little average. Um, For me, I've always kind of pictured, you know, there's security cams right next to the dugout, right? Mm-hmm. I've always kind of pictured, like, somebody taking a pan of paint, a, a pan can of paint. <laughs> what, what am I thinking? What am My I saying? My favorite thing to fry in a pan is paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As in, I can't do this. Yeah. Uh, a Hand pan- me a shovel. I can't do this anymore. A can of paint and just like cover it. That's just one of my bad ideas. But anyways, uh, I believe my favorite camera to run would probably be Mr. Uh, third base camera <laughs> mr third base yeah mr third yeah, base camera, camera four all of us all of us are in agreement camera four but my least favorite camera it does it count if i can say the gaffing uh holding all the the wire oh for yes oh you're talking about holding the uh oh grip yeah for yeah camera grip two. for camera yeah sorry my computer just said i'm going to make a loud noise real oh, quick you're all, you're all good <laughs> So, uh, oh, uh, I guess my difficulty rating might be... I, so it depends on the sport. Um, it's it's a lot more fast-paced when you're working with um, camera two, four, three, and one, actually. All of them with baseball. Um, but it's more uh, lax, but which is a danger if you are running camera for the first time and you're like, okay, this is easy. I've got this for like soccer, volleyball, or camera one for basketball. And then if you miss some of the action because you, you're you too lax on it, then um, that makes things difficult for the Hard. director because they have to get back, you know, on you. Be right. like, uh, but as Chris <laughs> says, lock, lock it, it in. in well, yeah. Um, so, yes, that being said, let's take a break and then we'll get into some Q&A. So stay mm. tuned. This episode of Auto In is brought to you by No Ties, a new sports talk show from Bon Crane, Austin Hill, and Rodrigo Reyes. Join in on discussions of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey, as well as trivia face-offs between the hosts in the beloved segment, Do the Bows Know? For new episodes every Friday, follow Bon and the crew on Instagram at at no underscore ties underscore sports. That's at no underscore ties underscore sports. And now, back to the show. Now, welcome back for the second time to Auto In. Actually, it's probably for the... Well, it depends on the perspective. For the third time, if we're talking about episodes, for from the like certain point ninth of view. time, if we're talking about every time we've come from a break, maybe eighth time. Uh, but let's get into our first Q&A question. Will, you got that? Our first Q&A question comes from Johnny and Diana from Longview, Texas. They ask, what sports do you broadcast and which is your favorite? Yeah, Ooh. I think we touched on this, yeah. but mm-hmm. we broadcast... Uh, mainly the big four that we broadcast are volleyball, soccer, basketball, and baseball. And baseball. But right yeah. now we're doing esports because Corona oh, and true. such. That's, I think yeah, we also sorry. touched on that in the replay episode um, last right. week. Mm-hmm. Also, if anybody's listening about Grand Chorus, like straight up, you, we also do that yeah. as well. Um, also, Chapel. So, yeah. 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 It's yeah. a good time. Uh, what's your favorite? Sport? My, my favorite is baseball, without a doubt. Uh, you know what? 
I'm going to say volleyball this time. Wow. This time, because you said a different one last time. Yes, I said, said, yeah, and my least favorite would probably be soccer because of Rodrigo. Thanks, Rodrigo. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, Rodrigo. Um, Make me cry in the corner. Volleyball, it's pretty easy. There's um, one camera, and there's also, I think, a second camera. Do we do that on volleyball a second camera uh, i don't think we do i don't think we do i think we're bought i'm blanking if there isn't yeah, one it's so just one in the two marshals right um because that seems pretty easy to run compared to baseball which i'm yeah that's good anyways yeah that's me <laughs> yeah uh, i'd say my favorite is um i said volleyball last time but since will uh said volleyball i'm actually gonna have to honestly change my answer to ba- uh, basketball um, I almost said baseball. Um, I, I need to know. I think baseball definitely has the potential to become my favorite uh, if I was to be able to do more of it. But the um, the season got cut short because mm-hmm. of COVID. So if I'm able to do more baseball, it'll probably earn a lot more points for me. It was just overwhelming when I first got there and I didn't quite get past that before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but basketball I just have fun in almost any position that I'm in. Camera one can get a little bit tedious for me, but I enjoy replay. I think that it's that sweet spot between a whole lot of um, like doing things constantly and doing things fast mm-hmm. and also like being relaxed enough to be able to like think more critically about how I can be creative with my replays. Um, and I've also been like assistant director and uh, even the audio engineers uh, get in on a lot on a lot more work than they would with less compl- complex broadcasts like volleyball or uh, or soccer. Mm-hmm. So I think basketball hits that sweet spot for me of being uh, just entertaining enough for me to enjoy myself, but not like way too much um, work at once, which that being said, you know, if I do baseball more, it will probably reach the point where it won't be too much work. I just have to hit that point. Mm. Okay, uh, next question we got is from Molly from Longview, Texas, and she asks, when will the broadcasting of Ultimate begin? I want to watch my son play. Um, the, no, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the So the answer to that question is, it's unfortunately not our call. I would totally be up for it. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think I did mention this earlier in the podcast that Ultimate would be a cool sport. Uh, it'd kind of be similar to soccer in terms of broadcasting it. Um, and I think I'd have like fun watching people do Ultimate, but also mm-hmm. being able to like broadcast it. It's just not our call to make. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have it on at some point. Yeah. My cousin yeah. is on the Ultimate team. Okay, well, uh, that's a great segue. Oh my goodness, I literally just that's, said, that's a, great a great segue. That's a great segue. We're gonna get a. It's not a great segue if I have to say that. Days it's a without segue. that's a great segue into into the gonna, news uh, yeah. piece. The one one of our news pieces for this week, which is uh, so we have a new coworker today, um, or and actually for the past couple weeks. Yeah, for the past couple weeks, we, our new coworker is Morgan McNutt. If you didn't know Morgan McKnight, she was working in the, uh, I believe, the Kofa office. Yeah. yeah. Right. And working there. And so now she's transitioning over into our uh, department, mm-hmm. I believe. She's and doing we, a great job. It's so she's much did, fun Absolutely. Yeah. So um, welcome, Morgan. Yeah. There you Ooh. go. Yeah. Woo. 
Okay, well, our to close off with our news piece, our second news piece for this week, according to Rodrigo Reyes, the closet may or may not be haunted. Oh, he, he cleans the closet often and uh, he he makes it so that it is organized. And then when he goes in soon after, again, everything's a mess. Hmm. And uh, he says it could be his co-workers, nudge, nudge, but he'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that it's haunted by ghosts because they that? throw stuff we around. We love to hear it. So let's talk about next week. Next week, we plan to have Chris Four oh, on the, big the podcast. There we go. And uh, we're going to talk. He's the, he's the boss. He's the one that, um, that administers the various tasks that he wants us to do, the various jobs. And uh, he's the one that, uh, that grows us and mentors us in this broadcasting field. And we have very... Uh, uh, we, we hold him in very high esteem. And so we're excited to get him on the podcast. And that being said, does anyone have any final words before we sign off? Thank you all so much for having me. This was, yeah. a, this was a blast. Yeah. Absolutely. We, oh, were, yeah. we were talking about this this episode, like just referring to it as the Bond episode. Oh, yeah. Like, no, it's been so. a blast. It's been exciting. Thank you I all. think we'll name it on that, on Spotify. <laughs> there we the go. Bond episode. Or you can just call it Living the Dream. Then yeah. everyone, will, everyone will. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone will get the idea. Yeah. All right. Well, that being said, this has been Auto In, hosted by Seth Kelly and Will Moulton with special guest Bond Crane, with music produced and performed by Jesse Liked and logo designed by John Brazino. Thank you for listening and see you next week. Auto out.